Welcome to the Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Kids Podcast. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. We know the rhyme, but do you know why Columbus sailed the ocean blue? When Christopher Columbus landed in the Caribbean Sea, he wasn't looking for North America. He had no idea there was any land between Europe and Asia. He had no idea that the Caribbean, or the Americas, or the Pacific Ocean even existed. What he hoped to find was a fast, smooth route to India and the Spice Islands. We now call these islands the Moluccas. They are in the South Pacific, near Papua New Guinea. The Moluccas are the only place that cloves and nutmeg grow. But there are many other spices that Europeans wanted to buy. They wanted cinnamon from Sri Lanka, cassia from China, and cardamom, pepper, and cumin from India. The why? The first thing we need to learn is what spices are and why they are so important to people. Then we'll find out how people traded with each other before we had trucks and airplanes to move items all over the world. Spices are seeds, fruits, roots, or bark from plants that are used to flavor and color our food. Spices make food taste good, and smell good, and look good. Imagine how bland cookies would taste without vanilla or cinnamon in them. In the years before we had refrigeration, spices helped cover up the smell and taste of food that was starting to spoil. Spices are also used to heal our bodies and to make perfumes and incense. Even in the most ancient literature from China and India and Mesopotamia, we have writings that tell how spices were used in food and medicine. So, what were the spice routes? Way back in ancient times, people began to trade with each other. As they settled down into larger and larger cities, trade became an important part of civilized life. Not only would traders bring interesting seeds, spices, and crafts like pottery and fabrics, they would also bring news from other parts of the world. Traders were well-traveled people who told about wars and natural disasters. They repeated songs and stories they had heard. And they told about new discoveries and technology that they had heard about and seen in other ports. When people started to build boats and venture away from home on the water, they stayed in sight of the coastline. So people from the Middle East sailed around Arabia and into the Red Sea and the Persian Gulf. Then they went all the way to India, then to Sri Lanka, then as far as Southeast Asia and into the South Pacific. While sailing didn't make travel less dangerous, they did get a wider variety of goods to bring back. They were particularly interested in things that were lightweight, things that didn't rot or spoil on a long journey, and things that people would pay lots of money for. Spices fit the bill perfectly, and to make them seem more valuable than they already were, traders made up stories of dangerous monsters who guarded the places where spices grew. If they claimed that collecting spices was dangerous, people would think that they were more valuable and pay more money for them. Until the Middle Ages, Arab traders ruled the spice trade. Then, in the 15th century, Europeans built larger, more stable ships than they had had previously, and they began to explore. 
First, the Portuguese sailed around the Horn of Africa. Once they sailed into the Indian Ocean, the Europeans could trade for coffee and spice at all the ports they had heard of from the Arab traders. But Africa is gigantic, and the trip around it is long. So they started to look for a new route to the Spice Islands. And this is when Columbus comes into the story. He wasn't looking for the Americas. He was looking for the Spice Islands. Columbus never reached them, of course. But the voyagers who came after him did. Magellan led the first expedition that sailed west from Europe to the Spice Islands and back to Europe. European soldiers circumnavigating the globe was a major blow to the Arab traders, but they helped develop many ports and cities along the new trade routes. And this was the beginning of the global economy we enjoy today. Now it's normal for us to buy cars from Asia and fruit from South America, as well as tea from India and vanilla from Madagascar. As you go through your day, look at the labels on the foods you eat and the things you use. They might be from all over the world, even from ports along the spice routes. Thanks for tuning in to the Kids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description.